Good morning. It is Monday, September 21st, 7.21 a.m. How interesting is that? The number 21. That breaks down to three, so that's an interesting number. I'll I'll Google that in numerology. Um, I hope you all had a good week. I know I did. It was a kind of a polka-dotted week. And that there were some good spots, and then there were some bad spots. Um, What day was it? Wednesday, my account got reactivated in the morning, which was amazing. And then on Saturday morning, my account got yanked again. So by account, I'm referring to... um, my Instagram account where I do most of my business on. But I'm very lucky because I have people helping me actively to get it up and not everybody has that luxury or privilege. I am very privileged. So one thing it did though was it reopened, it tore off the band-aid of like, you know, I realized that that my business is a huge band-aid for any depression or dissatisfaction I have with my life or anything like that. So when I'm not pouring myself into my business, I am left to deal with some issues. (laughs) And it's, you know, because I do so much, I love my work so much and it's such a great outlet for me and I don't have that, I freak out. Um, So yeah, Yesterday was my birthday, um, and I just canceled all my plans for the birthday, quote, celebration, because I just really needed to be alone and cry. I pretty much cried most of the day. Um, I think I just needed to cry, and I was also very sad, um, And you know what? Some birthdays are better than other birthdays, but I would have to say it was not a bad birthday. I needed to cry. Um, And when I wasn't crying, I, of course, made good use of my time. I (laughs) um, went to Japantown and I stocked up on a bunch of different seaweeds. I got this black kelp that it turns green. It is actually green. It's just a very dark, dark green. So it looks black. And then I got this new, it's like a dried marinated kelp. One moment. And it's very fine. And I think that you're just supposed to put it on your rice dry. I figured that out because I got it wet last night and it wasn't necessary to get it wet. I could get the, because some, some kelps, rehydrate at quicker rates than others um for example the hajiki kelp that i got it um it takes 30 minutes to fully bloom in the water um and then i got this other one that's kind of like kind of about the consistency of embroidery floss and it's probably my favorite kelp it's long and stringy almost like spaghetti and that only takes five minutes to open up so I'm really into soaking hijikis and kelps and 
putting, putting them in salad and eating them. It's really fun. And I like to use really pretty bowls for them. So needless to say, I love buying kelp and I love eating it and I love it with my carrot salad. Um, and then I went to the incense store. They only had one container of my favorite incense. So I decided to try something new and I asked the, the owner proprietor for, um, I was like, what is your best aloe wood? What, which one do you recommend? Cause I have all these different ones and I picked out the most expensive one, which actually it's not that expensive. Um, and he gave me three bonus Kiara incenses. So that made my day. I didn't tell him it was my birthday, but I was like, Hey, the universe knows. Um, so aloe's wood is very rare and there's a lot of imitation aloe's wood incense. I, I, I was actually using some, um, and it's, it's pleasant. It's like kind of like a caramel sandalwood. Um, but I noticed that the real aloe's wood has rain. It has it smells like rain? And when you before you light the incense, it smells like it's about to rain. It's so cool. And so when you light it, it's like rain and wood and a little bit of dried fruit. It's very pleasant. And so when I got home, I lit that. I found some. I also went to the bead store. And I got some more materials to make a pearl headdress with. And then I just cried some more at the house. <laughs> um, and I cleaned, I deep cleaned the house, which was great. I talked to Taylor on the phone while I cleaned. Um, and then I just started to feel a lot better. Um, you know, part of the reason why I was crying is because... I feel like I haven't been able to be, I guess, reunited with the love of my life or something. And it it just, like, it grieves me in a way. Because I feel like I have a, a deep spiritual connection to this person, but I'm not able to be with them. I may have met them, I don't know, or I haven't met them yet. And sometimes I just my heart gets full and I just start to cry because I want to meet them. I want to know them. But in the meantime, I am very loved and I'm very lucky to have that love. So it was a very interesting birthday and I made a pearl headdress when I got home It and it was really... It was very relaxing. So I think it turned out really good. Um, what else did I do? Oh, Lord. With, with the account being shut down again, it's, <laughs> it's very distressing. Um, but one of the other things is life just goes on. And, you know, in a way, I need to be reminded of that. Like okay, what are you going to do? How are you going to respond when something gets taken away from you that you rely upon? How are you going to respond? You know, 
are you going to still be able to create beauty and are you still going to be able to love life? You know, will you be able to find a way? And so that was something that these past couple of weeks have taught me. Like, yes, I can still do it. Yes, I can still do it. Um, And it may not be the same, but there are reasons why things happen. So that felt really good to to learn that. Because you know what? I'm older now. <laughs> I'm older and getting wiser. Um, but it's also good to have the feeling that you don't know everything. Because I sure don't. I get reminded of that every single day. Um, but that's what keeps us feeling young in our hearts, I believe, is to learn new stuff every day. Um, oh my gosh. What did I do? Oh, another thing that I did that I really loved because I don't, I, I usually will take myself, I will like go to a matinee on my birthday. Um, pretty much on my birthday, it's basically spending my ideal day alone and then getting together with friends. Um, but I didn't get to go to a matinee, so I listened to The Talented Mr. Ripley on audiobook. And I listened to it for a very long time because it's about a nine-hour book. So I'm not quite done with it. But oh my gosh, it was kind of like going to a very long version of that movie, which... I don't know if you guys have seen The Talented Mr. Ripley. Um, it is based on a, a mystery novel by one of my favorite mystery novelists, Patricia Highsmith, who I love. I love her so much. Um, but I'm sure you guys are familiar with the story, but it's basically about this guy who is who wishes to, um, you know, climb up the ladder socially. He's from a lower class strata and he is asked by the parent of this very rich acquaintance of his to go to Europe and try and get him to come back home to America because he's been having too good of a time. Um, and Tom Ripley, the talented Mr. Ripley goes and he basically he basically causes a lot of harm and I don't want to give it away if you haven't seen it but the movie is oh my god it is so well done um I forget who directed it but it has Matt Damon as Ripley and say what you will, Matt Damon is a good character actor. And I think this is probably one of my favorite things he does. He's real skinny and bony in this. Um, and then Jude Law plays Dickie Greenleaf, which that name is so good. Dickie Greenleaf. Um, Dickie Greenleaf is the rich boy. Gwyneth Paltrow is Marge, his fiance. And Philip Seymour Hoffman, plays his friend and and the way that the book describes the characters 
look exactly like the movie. So in my mind, I was able to kind of like, I've read the book on paper, um, but hearing the book was kind of like, you know, I can just flash back to those scenes. I, you know, it, it, it's just different. It's a different experience. Um, but if you have not seen The Talented Mr. Ripley, find a way to watch it. The costumes are incredible. Gwyneth is amazing. And I know people rag on her all the time, like goop. And oh my gosh, you know, we know way too much about her intestinal tract, literally. But she's so good in this. She's so incredible. And and to me in this movie, she reminds me of like Grace Kelly's little sister or cousin or something. You know what I mean? Not quite Grace Kelly, but related to her. Um, and Philip Seymour Hoffman, he is perfect. He's perfect as like the best friend, the rich best friend of a rich boy, of like the most popular rich boy. He's he's perfect. Everybody is perfect in it. If you can't watch the movie, listen to the book. Um, so yeah, I did that for most of the day on my birthday too. So while I was in the cab, while I was shopping at the grocery store and at the bead shop and making my pearl headdress. So yeah, can you tell I like the book? <laughs> um, I love Patricia Highsmith. All of her, all of her books are incredible. Um, Salt is another really good one that was made into a movie. I think it's called like The Price of Water or something like that. Um, and there's another one called The Bungler. And then there's one about a poodle <laughs> that gets stolen. It's, it's, she adds such pathos to everything she, she wrote. Um, another author in the same genre I love is James M. Kane, and he wrote Mildred Pierce and The Postman Always Rings Twice and Double Indemnity. He is a master of, of film noir, of, you know, all the stories that the best film noir is based on. So those two authors I love, and I love listening to them on audiobook because it's, the reader can't help just infuse the drama into the story. Um, one really cool thing that happened yesterday is when I was sad, actually. Um, my friend Paulina reached out to me and I opened up to her about how I was feeling. And she said, I can understand why you feel that way. I would feel that way too if I were in your position. Um, Paulina is lucky enough to be with the love of her life, Mike, and they met when she was 23 years old. They were roommates and they have been together ever since and they have two beautiful children, Maya and Deco, and I love them all so much. Um, so she she got lucky because she got to be with her, the love of her life sooner. Um, but she said that she could understand like how I would feel and it just meant a lot to me and she's just so kind and non-judgmental and I really love her. Um, I'm going to tell you guys 
the story about how I met Paulina. Um, I was still living in Houston and I was kind of seeing this guy that I met when I was on tour with my band, Chicken Hawk. And I came back to see him over Thanksgiving holiday. And, you know, men come and go. He's no longer in my life, and that's a really good thing. We're not a fit. He's not the love of my life. Um, But at the time, I was with him, and we went over to, we were kind of going to several different Thanksgiving get-togethers. And one of the get-togethers was at Diana's house with Jibs, her friend Jibs. So I think they either shared a place or it was just Jibs's place. It was in the mission. And, you know, everyone there was super, super cool and just, you know, very avant-garde and so with it, this was kind of around the time Electro Clash was um, in style for like a hot minute, you know, like for like, what, one year or something. Um, for what you, for you guys that don't know, Electro Clash is like this very, it's basically just like electronic, like bad rap mixed with like dance music. It's it's actually, there's some good songs. Um, and so there were all these people that were into that there. And this girl was talking about how when she smoked this stuff that she was high for like only eight seconds and then she had to do it again. And, you know, I was, you know, trying to mingle a little bit. And so I said, oh, is you mean salvia? which is, I guess, this salvia is like an herb that you can smoke, and I think that it, the high goes away for, like, you know, after a second or so. And I said, you mean salvia? And she turned around and looked at me, like, with such disdain, and she's like, no, crack. And I just was like, oh, my God. And Paulina was there, and she was across the room from me, and she gave me this look like it's okay not to know about crack (laughs) and from then on I have just loved that woman so much (laughs) um and when I did end up moving here to San Francisco we connected again and she has been my friend for like 17 years and I learned so much from her. She is so fucking smart. Um, she is a really good businesswoman. She, for years, has had this <clears throat> this business called Fluffy Co. And it's has a lot of great designs, graphic designs. It's all a lot of wearables. And now she's branching out into this textile activism called feral fabric um she ended up going back to grad going to grad school at cca and then getting way more into her art after that um needless to say but um 
Feral Fabric, they've done radical stuff interacting with like forgotten people in our society and making garments with them and every single thing that she and her partner Amanda make they they're always there's always a message in the fabric it's really cool um if you want more info about it text me and I'll 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 link you to feral fabric but anyway so that that was really good to hear from Paulina and she really what she said I felt better afterwards it's nice to have someone commiserate with you and she has a really good way of saying it's okay to feel that way it's okay it's okay that you're feeling that way she's that's I think what I love so much about her um so I have shipping to do I've got a lot of shipping to do um I got these gorgeous Sarvaski crystal eyes and I got some iridescent bugle beads and I'm going to make these kind of, I think I'm going to call them blue eyes crying in the rain earrings. And they are, the crystal eyes are like 3D and they're going to be in the middle of a little heart and then the iridescent beads will be like tears but they'll be very pretty tears so I'm gonna do that and I gotta get on it Taka is putting up a camera so he can catch whoever's setting fire to the pea tree um as soon as I was woken up this morning I had to set a boundary right away and It was hard to do, but I'm glad I did it. So if you have to set a boundary today, I encourage you to do so. Um, So yeah, before I leave, I'm going to tell you how I set the boundary. So I think I've complained about it on the podcast before recently. (laughs) But there is this woman who is, her apartment has a deck that is ear level where she's standing with my window And it's about maybe 20 feet away from my apartment. And she stands on the deck and has these fucking Zoom meetings at right before six in the morning. And she talks really loud and she has the volume all the way up on her computer. And she did it again. And she had been doing it like three times a week and had been fucking with my sleep. And so, yeah, I put my nightgown on. And I opened the window and I said, you need to lower your voice. I'm sick of you waking me up. And she said, okay, have a nice day. And then she lowered her voice and I closed the window. And I, even though I wasn't able to get back to sleep, I think the sight of me right when I wake up is scary enough to put the fear of God in her. And she quieted down real quick. Um, And I feel better. So I encourage you guys to set a boundary today. You will feel better afterwards. I really do have to get to shipping. I love you guys. Have a great day. Take care. Bye-bye.